Pancha. Welcome everyone to uh, season two, episode four. Four. Thanks, Greg. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The more we do, the less I can remember. We have a couple of listeners who were worried and wondering what happened to us because of the recording. Calling us out, which we appreciate because that forces us uh, forces us us up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We haven't been drinking hardly. Yeah. Um, it's been going on. So it's been. I was looking at my notes. When was it? When was the last time? Right before my knee surgery. Yes. So I want to say it was like the 13th of June. Something like that. A couple days, so. And you made it up to Studio 9 without? I did. Yeah. Without a cane, without a walker. Made it step by step. Yeah. So, yeah. So going on uh, three and a half weeks or almost almost a month. Tuesday. Yeah. So, Happy yeah. Uh, belated Bobby Bonilla Day. Yeah. Bobby Bonilla Day. We got, always got to celebrate that. Yeah. July 1st. Yeah. So that's like... <laughs> One of those pipe dreams, like like you you wish you hit the lottery once. He gets to hit the lottery for the uh, until twenty thirty five. Yeah, for the yeah. next. I mean, he'll he'll probably won't live live out his uh, payment of one point one nine. I think one point one nine every July first. Yep, best contract ever written. Smart dude. Yeah, sitting back. Great agent, huh? <laughs> July first, you got people waiting for welfare checks every week, and this guy's getting one point one nine. Yeah, I, I keep yeah. thinking of it. It, it kind of reminds me of like a Seinfeld episode where like. Yeah. Hey, did you write this? You write the check today for Bobby? And you're <laughs> not again. Do, yeah, you gotta come up on your on your calendar. Your, your yearly, you put it yearly. You don't really do everything weekly and stuff. Not once a year. Yeah, we just gotta do that once a year. Yeah, but now we are past July fourth. Yeah, no kidding. And hot. Very hot. When Which, we reached ten consecutive days of above one hundred degrees. Yeah, we set a record, right? Record for Idaho. Yeah. Most consecutive days. Yeah. Yeah, that was not. That hasn't been great being uh, no. kind of cooped up with the knee thing, and then trying to go out back just to move around and it's like smoking hot. Um, yeah, yeah, it's been it's been hot, but I'm not complaining. It could be worse, right? It could be cold, um, which we're gonna have before we know it. And then we're gonna oh yeah, we'll it. complain about we're, that. We want the summer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, we watched the fights over the weekend. We did. Yeah, we watched the fights, and as most people know, Connor's my Connor's my boy. Um, yeah, and so you know, he actually just like last fight against uh, Dustin, he came out. Um, he actually came out more aggressive, and you know, he did. Got some kicks in early. Went for that guillotine, which uh, in the fight game can sometimes, right? I, man, I didn't want to get too excited, so I looked, you know, because he looked like he had it, but it takes a lot out of you. I hate to burst your bubble, but he yeah. was going to get the living shit kicked out of him. I don't think so. Poyer, Poyer, how do you yeah. say his name? Poirier, Louisiana, French, Bayou. Yeah, and I like that guy. He's a good fighter. He's a good guy. Um, he looked a little tougher. I don't know about that, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, nobody's tougher than the legend. But, um, you know, who knows? I mean, that's what you never know with the fight game. You get, you, we watched the one fight with the, the, <laughs> the little guy. Remember the two little guys? Oh, man, guys? The, the, the guy from Boston with the uh, green hair. Yeah, the guy with the green hair, who by the end of the oh, fight, my. like Stallone at 70. Hamburger. Um, oh, but he just kept coming and kept yeah. coming, and you just never know. That's yeah. the thing about it. You, you don't. That's what's cool about it. You don't. You don't know what's going to happen. And then we had to watch Connor snap his ankle, and that sucks. Well, I think I was telling you before we started that there's a there's a TikTok video where they remember they're on the ground. You know, Poirier was pounding the shit out of him, and they yeah. and they got up. Right. And uh, McGregor kicked him one time. It looked like right on the kneecap or right in that bony area of the knee, and then he planted and and kicked again. Poirier threw a punch, and he had he as he backed up yeah. a little bit, it just shattered Rolled and snapped. Yeah, 
So I think he did it to himself. Yeah, it was ugly. Um, yeah. You know, and I, what bums me out being a McGregor fan, it's the only thing that bums me out. You know, people I was reading Twitter stuff like I do, but just saying things at the end of the fight that you don't need to say. And I will say this, no excuse for some of the stupid, you know, Connor jokes around a lot. And, you know, that's another thing that bugged me. Dustin was saying, you know, he talked about me going home in a coffin. Well, shit. Back when we were watching Cobra Kai, body bag, right? I mean, nobody said anything. And that's just stupid talk. But when you start getting, like, personal and... Now, what I didn't like, and I did see somebody post it, which I was glad. And again, no excuses for Connor, but don't put a microphone in the guy's face when he's got a snapped ankle and he's already pissed and whatever. You just, well, that's what the media does, right? You set it up for, for good drama and crap coming out of his mouth. That just, you know, because usually when he's been beat, he honestly, most, most every time, I can't think of a time when he has been beat, he has been classy, giving credit to the guy who knocked him out or beat him. And yeah, I don't, I don't think he'll fight again. I just I don't whether he breaks that leg or wins last night I think that I think that was it you know and people can say what they want we would say that like would we stop playing you know he's he's I just don't I don't think he would have kept going I think he would have hopefully done what he started to do he started to support young kids in Ireland in terms of them learning MMA and getting them educated and all that which is cool so when you have the money and you can do it right well, they both said some stupid things, but like oh, you said, yeah. don't put the mic in front of his face. Then he starts yeah. talking about Boyer's wife. Yeah, and exactly. Your, your wife's in my DMs. Yeah. I can't even do an Irish accent, but it was well, just yeah. This is a, this is an over. I did, I did see that today yeah. that Poirier said uh, um, he it's not over. I don't. And he kind of said one way or the other, either inside or we take it outside. And yes, he know, did say that. You don't want to get sports. And Connor said the same shit. You know. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was a bummer for me. You know, I always feel like I'm on the island, man. Every time I go watch him, everybody's hoping he'll lose so they can, I guess, you know, take a shot at me. That's okay. No, he, I mean, <laughs> he, he brings it on himself he with does. his little walk. That's and what he is, man. You either you love know. him or hate him. He really is one of those, you love the guy or you hate the guy. It's very rarely yeah. somebody says, ah, he's all right now. It is. You hear that a lot about people in sports. Yeah, I either hate him or you love him. But really, he <laughs> really applies to Connor. I, he just makes me laugh. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um... Knee surgery, we got to talk. Do you mind if I talk about it a little bit? Yeah, just because I, 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 it was interesting because I've had it done before, right? And this time around, they're doing some new things. Like, I did not spend the night, which I was kind of shocked. And like, no, you're going to go home later today. It's like, okay. Well, I wasn't really complaining, but you get a little nervous. Like, I go home, there's not, you know, my nurses to take care of me, uh, even though my wife's been doing an awesome job. So, um, but the other thing that was great is they did not do the old catheter. You know, the old. Oh. Uh, Piss sister, whatever you want to call those things, to uh, help. And I've had a few surgeries, and and uh, you just say the word, and you I just know. you just, just cringe. Makes, you, makes your kneecaps go. To, it makes your knees uh, go together. Uh, protect. I think uh, men and women when they hear it, they do the same thing. But yeah, she was like, "Well, they actually gave me the option. We can, <laughs> which is a no brainer." But um, yeah, because length of surgery, I, they're starting to get away from it because they've obviously the chance of infection and it happens. Yeah, that's not. I've not had an infection down there. I'd rather piss Not myself. That I talk about, right? But yeah, exactly. Oh, I don't, I'd rather that thing spray all over the doctor than get a free catheter in. Um, but yeah, I, I actually had it out when I had back surgery. They left it in where I, when I got up, I was right. It was in when I woke up. Oh. Then they had to come take it out. And uh, I was trying to describe to a buddy what it feels like. And the only analogy I could use was like when you get a straw and you have to, you're trying to get the white, you know, the cover off the straw, and it just doesn't really. It just kind of sticks, oh. and it sticks and sticks, and you finally. Doop. That was the only thing I could think of. Like, how do you describe this to somebody? Um, yeah, so 
Yeah, that was a positive. <laughs> that would be. Yeah. That was definitely a positive, and then I'm ahead of the ball game, I think, from last time, but I actually kind of overdid it because I think I know what I'm I think I know what I'm doing. It's oh, yeah. stupid. You know, I'm four years older and all those things come into play. And, but but no floor hockey yet? No floor hockey yet, even though I've got guys thinking, oh, for some reason I can. They're like, last time you played? No, not in three weeks I didn't play. It took a little bit longer than that. But, again, great. Got it done. Ready to go back and coach. I've been out to the field a couple times, done anything, but watched a bunch of kids playing games over the summer. Yeah. Um, we did, we went out. Yep. I, but we watched a yeah, Legion go, game. Go well, I think it was Legion. Yeah, it was a tournament. I don't know if it's Legion anymore, but... Yeah, whatever. Tournament teams, club ball. Club ball. Club ball rocking. Um, College World Series. We finished two weeks ago, I guess, since we haven't been on, but we um, got to watch some decent baseball, you know? Yeah, it wasn't that nice. I mean, we had... Obviously, we didn't get it last year. Yeah. And then, you know, watching the regions and the super regions, and, you you know, you start to get to know those guys. Yeah. And there's two guys that I didn't care for, but I really... (laughs) You know, they grow on you. They grew on you. I know you know, those two yeah. Mississippi Mississippi, uh, Mississippi State players, Rowdy and yeah. uh, Tanner. 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 Yeah. Player of the year in the SEC, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Draft's coming up. I yeah. wonder where, he, where how yeah, high he's going to go. Tonight, actually. Is it tonight? Or right now. As we're talking, the first round is uh, going on. Yeah, well, um, yeah. So, I don't know. What else? How about you? How much? It's been hot. It's golf. not really this. Yeah. It's not really the summer of Dave, but it's the summer of Carp. I played a yeah. little golf. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we went up. We tried to get out of the heat. Went up to the mountains to some friends' house, but it was still ninety-five degrees up there. Yeah. But it was nice. We had a good time. Yeah, yeah. good. Hagen, yeah. We, should we we talk? I can't remember if we made a pack not to mention Hagen. We've got to give him a little, I guess, a little bit of shout out till he till he fades off in the uh, golf sunset. He's been golfing quite a bit. Um, yeah, yeah. I got a chance to hang out with him last week. I saw him. Can't remember, but he told me last night he played his last round ever because it was it was horrible. Or like our New York, I think he's from New York. Our New Yorker oh, friend yeah, who says, yeah, okay. "Horrible, yeah, <laughs> horrible." He's horrible. But see, those horrible. two guys, we, we can't get away from talking about them because they've no. they've got to come and finish you know finish what yeah. they said they were going to do. They do. They talk the talk. They just talk. They don't walk the walk. That's the problem. We'll get them out here. Why does he always take shots at you like you're always throwing them under the bus? Who Murphy? Yeah, Murphy. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, he well, he is he. This is the New York part of him. He's an East Coast instigator. That's what they. They run their mouths and push, try to push buttons. And some of us, some of our buttons can be pushed easy. I know mine can once in a while. He knows that. But again, you run your mouth, and then we call you out. And all of a sudden, you become the quietest guy in Napa. Um, yeah, yeah. We're not asking him. I think here's the here's what I think. I think they feel like we're gonna, you know, like call him out or make him. I don't know. Make him rag on him on the air. That's the, I mean, we want to have him on because it'd be interesting conversation. I think. We asked them because they always have a lot to say. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. They try to dominate every conversation. Their opinions, they're always right. Um, Not Hagen so much as Murph, but um, Hagen's a fence rider. He's a fence rider. I always tell him, but that's a Canadian thing too. So you're you're right. It is part of the Canadian soft. Yeah, we're going to stay neutral, right? We're just yeah. What do we call that section? What were we talking? We were talking about that last night. I can't say it on the air. What I what I called them a few years ago. Okay. But they are like Austria. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Belgium. Yeah, um, yeah. So no, it was nice. I mean, he had us over last night, and we watched the fights. We and, did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was good. So yeah, when I saw him last, he was he was giving uh, giving some college kids uh, tips on uh, white claw and you know combos and how to. It was like a bartender. It sounded like he was a legit bartender. I was like, man, yeah, he's been 
truly white claw. What are the other? Everything's just jumping off right now. You can't even. You go into the beer section. It is just dominated by all these seltzers and these, uh, you know, keto friendly. And oh yeah, keto friendly seltzer. With, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, well. It's don't crazy. you remember that all started when we were in high school? Don't you remember Bartles and James and yeah. oh, California yeah. coolers? Yeah, California coolers. It just it, it, it's not yeah. new. It's just yeah. it's just recreated. Yeah, but then they took out all the sugar, so you can now it appeals to the keto, um, which is a lot. Which is you know huge, obviously, right now. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So it must be yeah. better for you. Yeah. Um, oh, what else do I got to share? I, I know I had a good story. Oh, this is a classic one. You like this one? Uh, driving home from knee surgery. Apparently, according to my wife, again, I, it's not on video or recorded or anything, but I just kept saying I wanted to be naked. <laughs> She's like, we weren't even five minutes in the car, and you're just like, I need to be naked. Need to be naked. And anyways, I, like I said, I think she was lying, and I think she was saying that. <laughs> who knows? I was out of it. I, I don't even remember getting into the house. So, yeah. That's uh, good stuff. Yeah. That's, that's really, I don't, yeah, that's about it. Um, all right. We're gonna jump in, yes, jump we're into we're our going, questions. We're going with our questions, so yeah. we lead into some discussions. We, yeah. yeah, let's see. I think mine are mine are not too deep. Okay. Not too deep. Did you? Is it your turn? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, okay. I think I can't remember, okay. but it is. But okay. I think I know. think uh, there's kind of a theme for the most part to to a couple of my questions. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I get, this first one is, is, what would your walk up song be? Oof, or would I have one? But I would. Because um, we didn't have walk-up songs when we No, played. I know. I know. And, I, and you know, even when, yeah, and they didn't have it when we went and watched, right? The big leaguers didn't even have them back no. in the day. Um, my walk-up song, um, and it's, I, I don't know how old this song is. I just found it during the spring. Um, put together music for the boys, but a song called Higher. And the group is called Unsecret. I have somebody with them. I can't remember who. But anyways, um, cool tune. And I, if I, yeah, if I had to go back or had a chance, I was playing again. Maybe we'll do that if we get a softball league together. <laughs> we'll have walk-up songs. We'll bring a little boombox. We'll bring a little portable. Yeah, that's my walk-up song. It's called Higher. It's right cool too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we weren't supposed to spend a lot of time Yeah, talking right. About it, We're trying to rapid fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Semi. Yeah. Okay, designated hitter, yay or nay? Uh, yes. Yes? Yes. Yep, no matter what? No matter what. Do you think the National League should? Uh, we're going to follow up on questions. Oh, like true, true, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, best player in baseball right now. Uh, best player in right baseball now. is Mike Trout. Really? He doesn't show up on a lot of guys' top ten right now. Greg, we're uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, this okay. Changing subject slightly. Okay. How about NASCAR? You like NASCAR? <laughs> no. Really? No. Oh, you're SoCal guy. I, yeah, I, no, I, I played with Hot Wheels when I was five. That's the end of my NASCAR yeah. circles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you didn't have to worry about money, if mm-hmm. money was was never a factor in your life, man, I wish. What would you do? What would you do with your life? Hmm. That's a great question. Um, I, I, I think of one thing. I think of kung fu. Just wandering, get a cane and the best sling something over your shoulder, and you're gone. Yeah, yeah. Just roam. And, and I, to me, that would be. You're right. I mean, how long could you and would you roam on your own, right? And I think part of it I would like to because I really have it. But I would say, it would be to travel to certain places and. You know, and then I, I guess just things like for us, like I, I think of these people that are making tons of money that can do that. I just get on and go, go to events, go to things that, yeah, we'll get deeper, I guess, in that question. But I think I'm with you. Just roam with, with, with nothing, no ties. You don't have it. You have not um, made, an, made a, uh, 
a reservation at a hotel, nothing. You just go. And just then, go. Okay, I got to find somewhere to sleep tonight. Then walk in. That, yeah. Okay, we'll follow up. If yeah. We do with that one. Yeah. Good Those question. are five. Is that five? That's five. That was quick. Well, we did. That was kind of rapid fire. Rapid fire. All right, my turn. Okay. All right, first one. Do you hate to lose more than you'd like to win, or you, do you like winning more than you hate losing? I hate losing. Hate mo losing. more. And I think you know when, as as a kid learning to figure that out, you you know, as the sore loser. I think as a little kid that that proved it. I yeah. hated yeah. losing. Okay. Hate well, it. That's a good one. Okay. But I've learned how to live with it. Okay. Hate losing. Okay. Um, what is your favorite junk food or something that you snack on when you're just hanging out? Chips. Uh, I'm a. I, I don't think I've. I haven't met a chip I didn't like. <laughs> that's that's my that's my. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. You need to get that as a tattoo. Chips. Uh, yeah, I've met a chip. My, my daughter's the same way. Yeah. Yeah. She loves they're, chips. They're good. They're In fact, good. I, we just had some chips and dip before you got here. Nice, nice. Um, all right. What, here's a cool one. I just thought it was cool when I found this question. What would be an interesting way to settle a war? No conventional, no drones, no missiles, no rockets, no planes, nothing. But what would be something different if you had two countries are battling? How do you how do you have to settle the war? <laughs> we have a, a chicken wing eating contest. Yeah, and then you what? What is like? What do they call score, score or scones or whatever? What, the measurement of of the heat. I forget what exact exactly what it's called. It's not in my vocabulary. Yeah. You could have a, a chicken wing, or how about a break dancing contest? So no, that would actually be a good one. Yeah. Or how about we trade we trade some people who, I don't know, maybe we want to get rid of, and maybe we need some people <laughs> back. We just kind of barter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's some good ideas. All right. Uh, question four. If you were to get arrested, okay, without explanation, you just got arrested and somebody heard you got arrested, what would your family and friends assume that you did? Oh, uh, well, I, I, I kind of have a knack for, like, getting getting into events, mm -hmm. whether I have a ticket or not. Right. So if I ever got caught, like, how'd, you know, how'd you get your tickets or... Yeah. That would be trespassing, right? Yes. Definitely. But it would be, yeah... It would be getting into an event because I have a knack for finding a way to get in. Okay. And you'd probably get thrown the clink, the uh, stadium clink for a little bit. The little probably. stadium gel like yeah. they have at the Oakland Coliseum. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think that's for Raiders fans. <laughs> yeah, it is. And those guys usually go right downtown. Yes. They don't let them go. Most of them have records. <laughs> so it's not their first offense, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Question five. Okay. All right. Would you rather have skin... That changes color based on how you're feeling that day, how, you, how your emotions are, or wake up um, with tattoos appearing all over your body, depicting what happened the day before. Well, that's okay. Tattoos tell a story. Exactly. So if I had the tattoos, people could basically look at me and go, <laughs> "I see what the hell see what, happened." How your day was yeah. yesterday. Yeah. yeah, but if you had colors, there would still be wonderment. So you'd have to ex explain it, right? True. Well, or you wouldn't have to explain it. Because, uh, yeah, color. Thing. Color, so say you're red, right? Okay, people could assume maybe you just were pissed. Yeah. But if you had tattoos of, uh, you know. Little, I'm going with tattoos. Little, so, those so, little horseshit emojis. Yeah. Like all over and knowing you had like a rough day. <laughs> uh, well, it would have to be some super, super cool artwork. Yeah. Right. But I would go with the tattoos so that 
At least the tattoos could explain it, and I wouldn't have to. Colors, they would be like, what the hell happened to you? That's true. Yeah. You know, kind of like a sunburn or something. Right, right. Then people would have to bug you. You're right. (laughs) Or black eye, or, you know, a scar, or, you know, what did you do? You smash your finger? Yeah. You know what I mean? That would be more like the. Yeah. So tattoos. All right. Cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, That's our five and five. So I just got to ask you. Yeah. Mike Trout, still the best player in Major League Baseball? Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny how quickly people can, yeah, he's still the most talented. I know he's been out. He's going on two months now. Um, and because he's been out, Shohei Otani has gone off. He has, no doubt. And, yeah. and, and actually, it's crazy to think he had Mike Trout batting behind him. And for those people who aren't, you know, real big baseball fans, um, you know, he hits two and Trout was hitting three which means people are going to challenge, you know, they don't want to have to try and get to Mike Trout, right? So they're going to throw a ton. It's crazy to think what he might even do with Trout in the lineup. Correct. Um, but yeah. as far as, I, you know, he just he's a five-tool player, right? He can run, he can throw, he can hit for power. The guy's amazing. Um, I think the best you know. thing about him is, is that I think he punches a clock, right? Yeah. And he shows up and he does his job yeah. and he does it well. You know, you, I think that's key for like yeah. you, uh, yours and mine's philosophy, and that's what makes them great. Yeah, yeah. Because you got to admit, there are some dudes yeah. right now. Oh yeah, there's some talent man around baseball, and you're right about that. I, and I don't, even, I don't even know if it's just us. I think because of the way he acts, and he, and he is not very pump, you know, pound my chest a bunch yeah. of times type guy. He sticks out. So I think even the newer generations, like oh, which you hope catches on a little bit, like oh, okay, this guy. It doesn't always have to be about me or showing up the opponent or just you know acting going above. But you're right; he's he is he is a blue collar type. Obviously, he makes a lot of money, man, and he's top. I mean, I think he's a top paid guy. But New Jersey born and raised, you know, just ah, he's fun to watch. And I he is again, like you said, for guys like us, just to watch again. He shows emotion, but it's not crazy, right? He's he pumps his fist, he gets excited when he makes a great diving. I just, I you know, I, it's funny because there's all those things that he can do. I love watching him run the bases, man, because he's he's big. He's a big dude. Yeah, he's he's a big boy who just can fly. And again, like you said, you watch, you see the clips of him playing catch with some little boy in the outfield during batting practice, and you know them realizing, hopefully, right, what a what a big impact that's going to have on that kid forever. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah, top but, notch. And yeah, he's a stud. But there's you know there's guys like Tatis and oh, yeah. well, Acuna, Acuna Acuna just got hurt, just ripped his ACL. That's sad. It is He's sad. a great ball player. Might have been the gold shoes that he wears. I mean, they not, Could nothing be. Nothing to do with his uniform. I don't know. Yeah. True. But Baseball see, gods. That's me. But you never know. Yeah, no, that sucks. Because he's a talent. And now yeah. he's going to be out of the All-Star game. Yeah, there's some... Gosh, man. There's, there's a lot and of pitchers. Young, young guys. Yeah, yeah. Garrett Cole. Scherzer. Yeah. 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 I mean, just... Otani. DeGrom. Is it DeGrom? DeGrom. Jeez. Dominates. Yeah. I mean, there's some great, great yeah. baseball players yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. What we got... Oh, NASCAR. What, what do you got against NASCAR? Just, man, I just can't get into it. That is, like, boring. This the And I don't know, all, right? I mean, I, like anything, any sport that people pay attention to. People say baseball is boring. I agree. And I'm one of them sometimes. It, it's it, hard for me to just be a spectator of baseball. Yeah. yeah. I, I have I, to be involved. I'm the same way. I don't do well going to watch games. Like mm-hmm. me and you said, we've got to watch some games. Like, yep. I last about three or four innings, and I'm just like, this kind of bores me. But I'm obviously have a uniform on or coaching or something else, but but I, I think it's the same thing when people say ah it's boring. We know all the little intricate things, right? It's like anything, and I'm guessing there is. I just you know driving around in a circle, 
Um, yeah. I just it's hard for me to watch. So I'll, t- I'll tell you what, and yeah. I think a lot of my closer friends know know that I do watch and like. I don't watch it as much as I used to, but uh, many moons ago, I was dating a gal, and I worked for her father, and he owned a body shop, and he painted this race car at a lo- from a local track, stocked in '99 Speedway. And, uh, you know, I'd always known about the 99 Speedway. And, you know, I, I had that same, you know, kind of bias towards it. Yeah. That it was kind of redneck and, right. you, know, and you know, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, you know, I, I started painting the car because it was coming to the body shop all the time. And, and he was like, hey, why don't you come out to a race? Like, laughed it off. Like, <laughs> yeah, no thanks. No thanks. So finally we did. And, you know, even from the moment I got there, I was kind of intrigued by the speed. You know, this is a small yeah. track and these cars were going so fast. And then all of a sudden... He's like, well, next week, why don't you come in the pits with us? Which blew my mind. Yeah. The the amount of knowledge and the amount of science and the amount of just engineering, and it, it blew me away. And I guarantee you, the toothless guy run, running around the, the pits with the uh, the uh, coveralls on that looks like you know he's 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 eating PBRs for <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner might be the smartest guy at the track. Right. And that's what I learned is don't judge a book. So, yeah, they taught me some things, they, all this, the weights and the balances and this and that, and, and my job was the tires, yeah. believe it or not. Yeah. Air pressures. Mm-hmm. And so, guess how much uh, the, the air pressure is on the left side of the car? How much is 30? in your car? Uh, was it like 20? It's like 36 to 40. <laughs> yeah, that's how much I know. So, for the, these cars, on the, the inside tires were about 12 pounds of pressure. Huh. And the outside was 27. And it has to do with the car shifting and centrifugal force and all this and that. And that was my job to make sure the air pressures were right. So the tire is imbalanced? Just one tire is imbalanced? All four. All four might. And all four might have a different weight. Gotcha. A different uh, air pressure. Okay. You know, and then, you know, they're doing things with the carburetor. They're doing things with with, uh, what they call balancing and this and that. It just blew my mind. Right. So then I got, you know, I got into it. Right. Just because these guys are smarter than you think. And then to close it out, you got to look at these guys doing pit crews, yeah. right? Yeah. At the, at, with the NASCAR guys. They're changing four tires and making adjustments and whatever they do in, what, 12 seconds? Right. Yeah. And, you know, they're hiring, like, ex-NFL guys and ex-college football players, and they have, like, state-of-the-art weight rooms and nutrition yeah. and sports science yeah. on their sites. It's big time. Well, it's grown. There's no, and I think it's like, what did Jim Rohn used to call it? Neck car. Hey, yeah. Had a little neck car. Um, I think it's like anything, honestly. Like if you go in person, right? You've heard that about, especially the things that aren't mainstream, right? But if you hear that about, like even horse racing, like I, I had a buddy who was total, but when I showed up and was like standing on the track and those things came with their power, the horses come running by. I think it's the same thing with, with it is. You go and you're like, man, that's, that's some powerful stuff. And then you lose. Just what you think, right? It's kind of like, I mean, you guys, most of you guys watch golf. I can't watch golf. I just, same thing. I just get bored. But I don't, I don't know if I could, if going in person to watch golf would change that either, though, on that one. Yeah. It's I don't like think I can do that either. I've heard that yeah. with a lot of people, my own wife with hockey, same thing. Seeing it on TV, but then she went to a game live and was able to, yeah. you know, see it. And then all of a sudden it changes people. I think it's, yeah, same thing. So same thing with a lot of that, a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Anyways. All right. Um... What else did you have on that one? Is that it? I think I think we covered it. Yeah. Yeah. What did we? Ta- what was the other one we talked about? Oh, just we were talking about if we had we didn't we didn't have no worries. We had all the money we wanted. Yes. We wanted right. Yep. Yeah. Well, if you didn't have to worry about money, what would you yeah. do with your life? Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, like I said, there would be something to just traveling, I think, on your own, you know, for a while, right? I mean, but just kind of, like I said, just going, meeting people from all over, whatever, wherever they're from, and um, but just being able to have the opportunity to, to uh, visit, you know, sometimes, too, visiting things that would be kind of uncomfortable, I think, for me. Um, Do you think it could yeah. slow down? Yeah, I think it could at this point in my life. I, 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 I do. I think I could. I, people would say I could, especially my own family would say, no way, you can barely stay on the couch. For the, but I don't know. At some point when I when knowing, yeah, I don't know. I think you'd be slowing down as, as you're, even if you're doing more stuff, I think you're slowing down somehow, right? Your worries and your stress are gone. I mean, you're not worrying about money. That would be my hope is, is to slow down. But I'd always, because you'd still have to have goals, right? Yeah. You'd still have to have things that you would want to yeah, to do or see or... Yeah. But if you take money out of the equation, hell, your goals are going to go up. Like, right? All those things you want to do, True. the money comes into the play. Like, man, I want to go. I'm going to travel here. Oh, shit. You start adding stuff up and yeah. before you know, right? Yeah. Totally. But that would be that would be pretty cool. And there's problems. People that get to do it. And you hope, like you said, they're yeah. enjoying it, right? No doubt. Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right, let's uh, let's let's do some more follow up on here. So I, I always like this one. The you know I was asking you this, and I I have it on my my boys have it on one of their their shirts. It's a slogan on the back. You need to hate losing more than you like to win. Um, and you know people ask, and believe it or not, first time I ever heard that actual phrase. I was reading an article, and Ashton Kutcher, the actor, um, he said that. He's like, what well, keeps you going? with what you're doing, right? Got, he, by that time, he'd achieved money and was on a show and everything else, and um, that's what he said. And I was like, kind of just, it kind of rang with, rang, whatever, with me, because like you. Coming from I, coming from his field. Yeah, coming from being an his actor. Profession. Trying to, yeah. yeah. But I think like you said, like you answered it, um, our generation, right? And we always say this, it sounds like we're old and stuff, and you hope our kids, but it just was kind of the way you, you were raised, man. I just feel like the, First time I ever went out on the street or the block or met kids and we started doing something that was sports related. It wasn't even sports related. It could have been a game. Mm-hmm. You were freaking playing to win. And when you lost, it bothered you. You know, whether you showed it or not, it freaking bothered me. Um, I mean, like you said, I don't want to be a poor sport, but. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, it can be confused with your level of competitiveness. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. When it's, at the end of the day, they were still my friends. Yeah. But I didn't want to lose. Yeah, but sometimes, like like you said, past experience. Like I remember, you know, I was lucky enough for a friend of time where I lived in a cul-de-sac, and it was mostly males. All this, we were all very close in age, and so it was super competitive every season. I'm not talking about any organized stuff. I'm just talking about a block, man. You know, if it was basketball. Mm-hmm. Somebody had a uh, hoop in their, you know, their driveway, or we were playing flag football, you know, in the, in the street, or not flag touch, and then we, you know, and you know, that was go. It's about as touches, right? You're launching guys in the curb, and it became competitive, yeah. You know, in everything we did, and uh, I, I'm, I'm glad. I think it made me into the competitor I am. But it, like you said, I had to, I had to, you know, I'd have a mom. You know, thank God I had a mom who, because my dad's very much the same way. That's where I think I learned some of it too. But again, that, but mom was. You, you were. A, I remember her telling me when we've talked. I think on other podcasts about not wanting to disappoint, and she told me, you know what, you're you're a poor sport. That was her word. You're a poor sport. Course, that's as I'm storming up the stairs and throwing shit. Yeah, it didn't help. Class. No, yeah. no, it didn't help, but it sunk in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, but the worst part, then you started, for me, 
I started, we were all friends on the block and you know, it, he always came around, guys, but there were some fractions, you know what I mean, where you said something stupid to a guy like, dude, you suck. I, I know I did that. I'm not proud of it, man. It's like, I guess because of who I am now, like I learned from that like as a coach, I don't want to ever hear that come out of, I don't want to see that kind of stuff within my players. It, that's probably my biggest pet peeve now. Um, because I just know how valuable those friendships are. And mm-hmm. All it takes is, right, is it's, you know, I, it's not bullying. It's just being a dumbass and saying things, right? But, yeah. So I like I liked your answer, and I think most of us want to say that. Um, I well, know. I think it's different now that, that being a coach, right? Because when we lose, we're going to go try and fix it. We're going to go try and make it better. We're going to, you know, we that, that's what we think our job is to fix everything as yeah. a coach, you know? No doubt. I've been watching, and, and I have Rick have been in this show, and I've said it a few times, Ted Lasso. Yeah, and you got me hooked because yeah. I finally got into it and watched about six or seven yeah. episodes, and it's awesome. And he says it a number of times, I'm not concerned about wins and losses as much as about, you know, the, the you know the people I work with and this and that. and You know, it's I mean, it's just a strong message. And yeah. Then the way he goes about it, people want to play harder, Yeah, you know, for yeah. the way he goes about his business. So it's pretty cool. And I think uh, – have you heard me tell the story about the uh, the uh, the priest, the lawyer, and the coach? Mm-hmm. Have you heard this story? I don't think so. Well, the story goes like this: you know, all all three—the priest, the lawyer, and the coach—are set to be put in front of the put on the chopping block, the guillotine, right? Mm-hmm. So they're all up on—I guess you'd call it a gallows—and first up is the priest. He gets up there, and and the, uh, the, I don't know what you call him the. Uh, the guy up on the gallows says, yeah. "Any last words?" The executioner. The executioner, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the uh, the priest says, "God saves all." And they put his head in the guillotine and drop the guillotine. All of a sudden, it stops just before it cuts his head off, and they think it's a miracle. They think, "Oh, he he's he must be righteous." Yeah. So they let him go. They right. let him live. Right? right. Next up is the lawyer, and they do the same thing. Any last words? And he's, he he says, "Justice for all." And same thing. Put his head in. Blade comes down, stops again just before it cuts his head off, and they think, oh, we must have, this guy must be the real deal too, so they let him go. So next up is the coach, and he looks up at the guillotine and he says, you know, if you tighten that bolt. (laughs) So, see what I mean? Sometimes we fix things we shouldn't, you know, we're always trying, we're always, when maybe things are better just left to kind of grow and build on their own. Right. So, yeah, I don't think the coach lived. Well, this isn't, and so this is going to segue into my, my question here. Perfect. My wondering, I hate that term, by the way. Some people know that are going to listen to this. Um, when people say, I have a wondering. Or how about like when they say in education, they're saying, we're going to take a little bird walk right yeah, now. Oh, God. That's where the wonderings come from. Right. Wonderings. Why can't you just say you're curious, right? Like we, we did. Um, but we sure. talked. We've been talking a little baseball, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. More than we normally have. And then talking a little coaching. Um, so what, what, I mean... We need to get out there to our listeners. So you, so what's going on with like? There's some talk about you getting back in this. You know, um, if we took a little birdie walk, you know, down the road, we were talking baseball coaching. What? Are you wondering if interest? I want to coach again? I'm, I have a wondering because I've been wondering. hearing some stirrings that, that I got to wonder if you're going to get back into. Uh, I do. Back into coaching. I do want to coach. I, I've you know I've never not wanted to coach baseball, but. Yeah. There's an opportunity and and working it out with my with my principal and our lovely HR department, mm-hmm. and if things work out, I I think I'm gonna coach. So you would be coaching at Napa High School. Yep, Bulldogs just, ha- just happens to be in the same conference as 
my team, yeah. Columbia. Yeah. Yep. And I and I saw it. Here was that you know, I was trying to slow play this, Greg, but when I was walking up I saw your calendar and I saw that you had, you know, March twenty second and April eighteenth circled. Oh, what are those days? That's when you're playing Columbia. I just oh. happened to go look. I thought, oh, that's interesting. What does he have those two days? Maybe home, home and away? You know, yeah, home and away. And I was like, hmm. you got, and one of them you had, you know, I mean, I I was trying to what, see what the logo is. It looked like a middle finger on one of them, and I couldn't tell what the other was. But so well, I think it would be, again, I'm kidding. I think I'm kidding, but. Well, don't we have the state champion and the state runner-up from our conference? We do. Yeah, so you got you kind of have to put those on the calendar and go. Yeah, well, you're right. Target on your back, which is a good thing. But you know, no, it would be awesome. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you to get in the conference, and I, I keep we keep talking about it every time. And we need some need some people to come back and and just keep holding kids accountable and you know building relationships with them, right? I mean, nothing. I just I feel like I have something to offer. Yeah. You know, I feel like uh, I don't ever want to speak badly about you know anybody or previous coaches, but I feel yeah. like. I feel like I have something to offer, and yeah. I feel like I can make kids better. I feel like we can play the game the right way. I feel like if you do those things, going like kind of like back, back to Ted Lasso, that we're gonna have a chance to win. Yeah, we've got some decent kids, got some good arms, um, you know. And yeah. my old high school said, "You split with the top and pound the bottom, and you'll be a champion." That's it. <laughs> so, That's I, I, yeah, if yeah. all things work out, then then yes, I'm gonna get back That's into fun. it. You know, I, I worry a little bit about it because my job as an AD means I'm in charge of all sports. Yeah. And if yeah. I do coach, then it's going to be 98% baseball. There's, that's only one way to look at it, right? Yeah. So I, I'd have to have a good plan to know that the other sports are going to get taken care of. Right. You know, and right. I can still do my job at a high level. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's just another another way, too, to be competitive. Yeah. Well, like I said, I think we all need it, right? It's You've been, you know, you've been talking about this for a while. We have, right? It's a way to... Yeah, the way things are going in the area, right? We've caught up. Um, our Idaho has, has gone to the, a lot of the club baseball in the summer and actually in the fall. And I spent the last couple of weeks talking with people and parents and trying to figure out, again, how to keep our kids um, improving in the game, right? So we can produce some guys that go on to the next level. And But, again, I mean, just want them to know that, that the game is just something that's going to spark you into what's next in your life. Not everybody's going to go on to play, but you're going to build lifetime friendships. You're going to have that that little foundation piece for you forever man it's just yeah so and then like you said it'll keep our area we're gonna have guys get a chance to to keep going and and uh and then represent us as they're at a college and then the next guy goes the next guy that's what you want well let's be real let's just get rid of this goddamn launch angle stuff at the high school level oh i agree get rid of all that dog shit because that means nothing here's the other thing sorry we're gonna get dog shit Here, here so with that too that's the other thing that i think parents are, are missing the boat on and I've had some parents talk to me about this and they're finding out not the hard way but pocketbook wise and stuff like that because you go play on any club or traveling or high school team that doesn't guarantee you anything you know it doesn't guarantee you're going to college it doesn't guarantee you go right it, it guarantees nothing um, you know hard work and talent you've got to have the freaking talent and then there's some other factors that come into play and that's our job right as coaches we have guys that we think are ready to or can play at the next level, right? Um, they're good kids, they're sound baseball players, and they're academically doing well. I'm gonna recommend that guy to have a chance to go, and there's many places to play, but I think what what is happening a lot is people are feeling it, whether it's said directly to them, and there's some organizations that flat out put that out there, like, you play here, 
we're going to go to Seattle, we're going to go to Phoenix, and then parents buy into, you know what, if there's going to be 60 scouts in the thing. No, there's not. Just There's not. I'm just telling you right now. There is not. We've been doing this a long time, and it's not to say there's not some good camps that get put on by universities and other places, but the money grab sometimes, people lose sight, and that's the shame, and I, I feel bad for those people. Um, I do too. You know. I, I don't think it's changed from the 50s to the 60s to the 70s or 80s. If you're good, people, they're going to find you. Yeah. You, you don't have to go to find them because if you're going to find them, you probably, but you know, with that, you know this too. What is different from when you and I played? Um, we didn't have a computer or a phone to send a direct mail or an interest, right? That's something that's definitely different. yes. There's interest. What do they call them? Interest forms on almost every every collegiate site, so you can get your name out there and help yourself. I've had, I've actually, you know, told many of my players that I think are ready for that. Send it out. See what you get back. Coach calls me. Um, so that is an advantage that. Because there's so many places. Again, if you're realistic and realize most most of our guys in our area are going to start at the junior college, maybe even in the country, the junior college route. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, that's where you. I mean, right? You develop those those years between 17 and 20 years old. Those are big years for you physically, mentally. Um, yes. But I just I really struggle, and, I, and I've where you know, and again, parents don't know, right? And when you have a bunch of them doing the same thing, your assumption is okay. If we do this. And it's not to say you don't get some exposure. That's the reason we want to do summer baseball and get guys out of here. And I take kids to California so they get some exposure. But, yeah, I got off a little bit of a tangent. But it, it, it bothers me or saddens me to see the money that's getting dumped. Um, it's a lot of money. You know, it's tough to be a parent. I saw a sign. <laughs> I saw it on Instagram. A guy was holding up a sign at a street corner asking for money. And the sign said, uh, you know, need money. But if you're the parent of a club ball baseball player, you can keep going. That's actually what it said. And I was like, yeah. oh, there you go. I thought it was going to be, I need money because my kid's on a club baseball yeah, team. Yeah, no, no. It's in this guy. Yeah. This guy who was, who was begging for money knew that how much people are paying for that yeah. stuff. And um, and I know it costs to an extent, but, man, it's uh, it's it's become a crazy business, you know. So, no, it, we, it we got off of you coaching. And, uh, yeah, again, I, I, it's exciting. And, you know, see what There's happens. just some fundamental things, I think, that when you start getting into, again, back to launch angle. I was just thinking of this yeah. as you were talking. How, how many how many ways can you get on base with a launch angle of plus thirty five degrees? And how many ways can you get on base with a with a launch angle below thirty five degrees? Right. Especially at the high school level. Right. 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 I, I'd like to sell that more. Yeah. You know than yeah. I would. You've got to hit the ball in the air. I know. Because again, my high school baseball coach said any drunken bum can play the outfield. I, well, I, they put me out there yeah. after a while, but you know what I mean. He, yeah. that's that's yeah. that's that was a term that he used yeah. every year. Yeah. We laughed at it, but I'm with you too. All the gadgets that have just baseball. That's one thing about baseball. We're fans of every sport. Baseball hasn't changed much, or it doesn't need no. to change. The game is the game, right? You do certain things, and sure, you can do different drills. But man, all these different gadgets and the shift. Oh, the shift, and uh, you know this the, the rotation. How many times the ball rotates and. Oh, spin exit, rate, spin rate, exit velocity, exit velo. Yeah, like oh no, it's not velocity. It's velo. Oh, velo. Oh, velo. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because you can't see that the ball's just absolutely pissed on. You have to go measure it. Um, yeah, that it's all that stuff, and I, you know a lot of it's social media. You got to fill air time, and we've got to come up with an, an analytics. Right? Analytics has gone. It's starting. To, it's starting to go back this this way. 
to sort yeah. of come back to where, okay, yeah, it's great to have data, right? You want to know, I mean, we had it in our day and age. It was simple. Like, you're, if, you're, if you've got a decent average, you're getting on base, right? You're doing these things. But man, now every little thing and every little this and that. And I don't know if it's, yeah. So that one's a, and I would love to have somebody come on and debate it. I really would. I, I want to hear Oh, that'd be great. We, yeah. I don't know. That our, our one friend thinks he knows baseball. He's an analytics guy. He claims to be an analytics guy. Does he really? That's what he says. Huh. He's uh Then we have a couple guys who just won't because they can't. Yeah. And they won't come on. You got four fingers, you can't throw a ball. And you're not gonna come on alone. No. No, Nobody fights alone. Nobody fights alone. Nobody fights. I've heard that somewhere. Part of the C O F C. C O F C. It's a big thing. I've been researching it is so secretive. It's like it's like one of these Freemasons and all the different the uh, Illuminati, you know, uh, esoteric. Yeah, it's yeah, the Illuminati. Uh, <laughs> so I tried to get to one of their members, and he was he held tight. You know, I got a he gave me some. I think it was false information on the workouts and stuff. They're uh, taunting you on Facebook. I saw that they're taking pictures. Yeah, I don't know if they're taunting me or basically stating my case. I, I was I was wondering. Like, you, know, you know how when you do yeah. when like when you get into like a, a diet or or a, or a weight training program and yeah. you do your before and after. Yeah. Well, I was wondering if that latest <laughs> picture was was the before, the after, the before, or the after. Yeah. I. What stage was it? I know. Well, again, I think they're helping my case by posting pictures that the workouts they, they might need to do some more research and go go elsewhere, but. You know, don't want to rag them. Yeah, them good they're, in they're, they're in there. They're in there. They're showing up. They're getting it done. They're getting in there. They're at putting they're, in work. At least they're in there. What they're doing is, well, that'll be questionable for a while. That's, you know. Well, Hagen so. has some sort of science. Yeah. Oh, he, says, he does? Yeah. I, he's got some terminology that, oh, you know. Man. Well, they've made up all kinds of acronyms. Yeah. I can't, you know. Can't keep Comic-Con, up. Comic-Con, Metcom, AMPs. I, it's, yeah, it's All it's about tight. recovery. I'll give them that. They're loyal to each other. They're tight. They're hustling. What are they hustling? What else? Oh, they yeah. They said every day we're hustling. Every day we're hustling. Nobody fights alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. They've, those are super original. Yeah. Original. Uh, very original. Anyways, well, we need to good. we need to have like cameras on us now for our body <laughs> language. Yeah. Um, we had a couple. We, we yeah. talked baseball. We talked a lot of baseball. but uh, Of course we're going to talk baseball. Yeah. We have to. Summertime. Yeah. Uh, it's that time of year. Um, I like the one. Oh, we were talking about the one. Just a little follow up on the. If you got arrested, people that know that you're a guy that gets in and talks to people and gets into these things. But um, yeah, you, you said it'd be trespassing. Get arrested for trespassing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I maybe I'm like the Florida Marlins guy that shows up and he's in the front row. I, I don't think I've ever had great seats like that, but yeah. you know, but there's a there's a time when one of our friends gets really anxious like when we go on our, our, our road trips about having ticket in hand, having yeah. ticket in hand, that, you know, they got scammed one time. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about this on the air, but I was like, just be patient. Just be patient. It'll happen. It'll happen. And yeah, sure enough, they got they got scammed by a by a toothless meth, meth guy oh, in man. South San Francisco. Uh, yeah. Did they at least get a $5 t-shirt with their... Well, they found they found a way to get in at some point, but yeah, they, mm-hmm. the the pixelation on the tickets wasn't mm-hmm. accurate. Oh, well, that sucks. And that and when you go in, they don't have any mercy for you, right? No, they say you're screwed. No, oh, that's a bummer. But you just got to yeah. be patient. <laughs> Patience. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm never. I don't believe I'm ever going to be in a position to, you know, commit a serious crime. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. No. Don't, not my nature. Don't jinx yourself. Yeah. Don't say that. Um, 
All right, one more. We'll finish up with. Uh, let's talk chips, man. Let's let's narrow chips. down. You love chips. What what let, what is your favorite? If you had to pick one, you got to pick one right now on the spot. What's your favorite chip? Sour cream and onion. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Good call. Yeah, but it love is it. Tough. Yeah, it's so, tough. Uh, but I mean, you give me ruffles and, yeah. and get some French onion dip or. Yeah. Give me some Doritos with with like a seven layer bean dip. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I agree. I'm in. Cheetos. I love, I love, oh god, yeah. How about Fritos? You like Fritos? Love Fritos. I love Fritos with uh, with bean dip. Yeah, that's like my favorite. Like if I could, if I had that, oh man. Um, what uh, are you? I don't know if you're like this, Greg. I am very much depending on what I'm eating, really determines the chip I want with it. Wow, we were talking about snack, but if you say you're gonna have, like if I have hot dogs. I don't know what it is, but I gotta have just regular, plain Lay's. Yeah, that's it with a hot yeah. dog. I don't know oh, yeah. why it's like the. If I, yeah, I gotta have that. If I have a burger, I like Doritos, like cheap cheese Doritos. I don't. It's kind of weird. I get it. Yeah, I get. Well, that's that's funny. Now that you say that, <laughs> I love raw onions on a hamburger, but I can't have raw onions on a sandwich. Huh? Don't know why. Yeah, my wife loves grilled onions on a burger, but I don't like grilled onions. Oh, really? I love, I would prefer a grilled onion on a burger. Yeah. Okay. Well. But I love chips. I know a guy, I know a guy who can probably fit like half a Pringles can in his mouth at once. Is that our number one fan? No, not our number, no. Oh, no. Because he can eat. That guy can eat. Well, he can eat in a fast, very, yeah, rapid, (laughs) yeah, I I eat fast. I'm a fast eater, never been good at it. No, that dude. all the time. But that guy... I've gone, I've gone out with him, and I'm like, yeah. where did your five guys burger go? Yeah, our number yeah. one fan, you know, comes from a big family, and yeah. I think it was like when it's put on the table. Yeah, go for you it, eat. get it done. Well, that's another thing for us. Remember, we wanted to get back outside. We didn't have all the inside stuff. Yes, I know I did that, and I would scarf it down so I could get back out. Yeah, and I couldn't leave anything, so just shoveling it in, man. My mom would say, "Stop shoveling it." That's funny. Yeah. It's funny you say that. You remember when when I was at the elementary, and obviously Tracy Tracy was there with me. Yeah. All the teachers were complaining because we would go, we would have lunch first, and then the kids got recess. Right. Right? That's the way it was when I was a kid, yeah. right? Yeah. And the kids would either scarf their food or eat half their food, and there was so much waste. Yeah. And then kids would come back to class, and the teachers were saying, all my kids are saying that they're hungry, especially the boys, yeah. right? Yeah. So we switched it. We went to recess first, and then we went to lunch, and they knew that they were going to be in the cafeteria a certain amount of time. Right. So they, they ate more of a balanced meal. They ate, you know, they knew that I'm going to be in here for 20 minutes. Makes sense. Before, yeah. they would be in there for like five minutes and gone. Same way, man. Yeah. Got more recess. Yeah, That's totally. the way it was when I was a kid. Oh, remember that? Yeah, we went. Yeah, you had to go eat lunch, and it was like, yeah, you threw, I hate to say it, but you threw half your stuff away, which sucks. You were hungry, but guess what? Tackle football game way out in the middle of the field was waiting for you um, or whatever. So you were... Yeah, that that over that over road. Yeah, my bologna yeah. sandwich, my Lay's chips, and my uh, and my yeah. zinger. Yeah, or my, or my ding dong. <laughs> ding dong yeah. went down yeah. like almost like smashed together. Isn't it funny how that was the combo? It yeah. was a sandwich, chips, and your dessert. That's right. And, and then if you were lucky, I wasn't very much because it was you know it was I, if I could get a quarter because they sold ice cream and back then they sold the best ice cream. They had a bomb pop. They had a big stick. You remember big sticks? Big sticks, yeah. I love big sticks. We used to launch them against the walls so they'd slide down. Got in trouble for that. Got paddled, actually. Four of us, because we'd, we'd slap them against the wall and then see whose big stick hit, hit first, <laughs> watching it slide down. And then one day, man, Mrs. Garrett came around the corner. Toast. Uh, Done. Pencil. That was the paddle days. Paddle for throwing a big stick. Paddle oh. for playing tackle football. I remember yeah. I remember some kids got paddled. Yeah. 
I remember we had these things called blue cards, right? And it was almost like a three by five card. And if when you filled it up, you know, and you, it depended on how big the principal could write. If yeah. you filled it up, then that's that's when your blue card was full. That's what determined or yeah. something more you know severe. Yeah. But I remember being uh, in the classroom next to the principal's office and hearing kids get swatted. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was almost like, is that real or? Yeah. You know. And, got it twice, man. Got it twice. Got a um, for the big stick. And then tackle football. So tackle we would football. we would go out as far as we could. We were warned several times, but finally, Mrs. Elliott, man, third grade teacher, six foot eight, or just seemed like it, right? When you're eight years old, I was in third grade, and she freaking bent us over in front of the whole. You know when you, you used to have to line up at the numbers. Oh yeah. Yeah, we had all the classes were out there, and she lined up about twenty of us and freaking paddled our ass in front of everyone. You got belted. Uh, it was it, she, and it was well. Again, at that age, it felt hard. And it, well, it was more embarrassing than anything else. You're in front of all yeah. your friends, and my parents never even knew on that one. <laughs> never died. I don't think they called home back then. They just did it. That's what they did, anyways. So, yeah. Well, good times. Any shout outs? Uh, shout outs to. I can't think of anything right now. Okay, I do. I, I got a shout out to my wife because. Oh yeah, you should. Yeah, she's yeah. been my you know, my personal. <laughs> they call it uh, when you go for surgery. Do you have a coach? <laughs> yeah, I have a nurse and a coach and everything else under the sun. Um, yeah, she's been super patient, taking care of me, you know, to the point where I'm just like, I'm good, I'm good. But, yeah, it's been awesome. So I, I couldn't thank her enough. So got me where I'm at right now. And, yeah, it's been great. And then my other shout-out, I got to do shout-out to a buddy back home. You know, we give Heath a lot of shout-outs, and he deserves it. Got a buddy who listens, lifetime friend. Uh, but he started about, ah, it's been two weeks, man, ketoing up. He's doing the keto. Nice. Yeah, and it's working. And so and I know it's not easy when you go from uh, – Having seven uh, Drewiner Schnitzel chili dogs a day to uh, cut back. And yeah, so I got to shout him out. He doesn't know. He's probably pissed that I didn't mention him on the air. And I won't give his name up yet. Well, hell, two things. Close. It probably costs him an arm and a leg to, to get to the grocery store and gas. Yeah. Bread probably costs like six bucks a loaf in California. Right. right. So yeah. there's, there's good reason to go, yeah. you know, keto yeah. in California. And you know, he was kind of crying out for it, like, man, I'm getting, you know, like, well, I'm yeah. fat, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I finally, I kind of body shamed him a little bit. That's not nice, but he was calling for it. And you know how the final deciding factor came? This is this is how much he loves to play PlayStation hockey. He said, I'll tell you what, if you play me one more game tonight, he wanted to go into like the wee hours of the morning and I was dying. He said, I'll start it. And so I did. And he, that was the deciding factor. Not that he wanted to get healthy or whatever. His wife asked me how I got it, how I got him to do it. And uh, yeah, so it was over, over a hockey game on a video game. Well, good for so, him. Yeah, we'll see if, I mean, the benefits, you know, COFC. Well, I mean, you see benefits. Well, I don't know. We got to find out what their dietary, what who they have. Well, Hagen, I don't know about the others, but Hagen's been pretty, yeah, pretty committed to, to the yeah. keto friendly. He's a keto guy, but I don't yeah. know if they have. Maybe they've hired a nutritionist. Um, yeah, I just. Yeah, you know, you got the intermittent. My buddy I was telling you about, he tried the intermittent fasting. <laughs> I can't do that. About two hours later, took a picture of uh, a bag of McDonald's. I'm the same way. It lasted like two hours. I just, so anyways, he's doing well, Not only that, the guys that were doing like what the the uh, apple cider vinegar cocktails, yeah, you so know, and that. And, yeah. I will say this the keto for guys like I think most of the guys I know that we like to eat, because you can eat, right? You can eat meat. Yeah. And if you're a steak guy and you can just put away the bread stuff, I think. And it seems to work, you know. Um, I agree. Yeah, that's the one. If, if out of all the things, I think 
again, depending on what kind of a person you are, what kind of discipline, but at least that one you can kind of eat. And the, the, the bread and the carbs, yeah. that's what yeah. gets us, right? Well, it's tough, man. It's the yeah. best stuff, right? Bread, potatoes, like we're all, we grew up meat, potatoes. That's what our, every day there was some kind of meat and potatoes in my house. I know that. So. Well, that, and there was bread at the yes, table. Always. My dad had to have bread, whether yeah. it was French bread or regular loaf of bread or biscuits yeah. or a yeah. roll. We had bread. Yeah, it went with whatever, right? It went with yeah. stew. It went with, if you had pork chop, anything. It was just a bread. Yeah, yeah. you had to sop up the gravy or whatever yeah. you had. And that's, well, wow. that's what they did. And that's what they do at every restaurant you go to today. Right? Yeah. What do they bring out? Bread, yeah. no matter what. I don't think I've ever been anywhere where they haven't brought out bread. Yeah, you go to Texas Roadhouse, you yeah. get the sweet rolls. You get bread. And there's... Or Mexican food, you get the tortillas. Yeah. 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 Hey, we're at 56 minutes. Woo. Good work. We're under an hour. For some of our critics... Who say that we're doing it too long, and to those people I say, hey, just break it up. You don't have to listen to straight hour of our yap. Break it up. Yeah. All right, we're still looking for for things and shares and you know. Oh hey, I didn't mention this. Um, I have been invited to be on uh, Mr. Whitmore's cool. surprise. So he is going, so seek, strive, find. Another one of our biggest fans. Shout out to him as he can, he's entering in a new, he's kind of doing some different things. So he, Ask me if I would come on, and I'm not even sure what, I'm, what the topic is. So, you let me know. It's supposed to be this week. Well, that's cool. That means he's going to share some whiskey with you. He might. He's been flashing pictures on Facebook again the other night. He had a whole, I don't know what he did. So, we'll see. We'll see. It might, I don't know. We'll, well good. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. We'll get him on ours, too. Yeah. All right, everybody. We're going to check out for probably a week. Yeah. We'll have some we'll new topics. Lancha. Lancha. Everybody have a great week. Take care.